Welcome to the Money Tree Real Estate Investor Podcast, where we learn from real estate professionals across the industry. They will share about how they got into real estate, the big wins they have celebrated, the mistakes they have made along the way, and the advice they have for anyone following in their footsteps. Money really does grow on trees. Hey everybody, it's William Holland here for another episode of the Money Tree Real Estate Investor Podcast. I've got a special guest today, Nick Tinch. So he lives in Virginia. He is a Christian. He's an author. He's a father, a real estate investor as well. He man, he wears. He's a man that wears many hats. So Nick, I'd love to hear a little bit about what you got going on these days. Hey, how's it going? Thank you, William, for having me. I really appreciate it, man, and and uh, love you know what you're doing, things like that, and especially representing believers in the business. I call myself a Christian business executive that I'm proud to stand on Christian principles and values. Uh, but nothing much. The market is interesting that we know of. Um, deals are shy. Um, you need to know some wholesalers. Uh, so working on some wholesaling deals. Uh, I have two deals that I'm looking to fix and flip within the next quarter. Um, and actually one I'm looking to work on now. And um, that's it, man. Just trying to see what's going to happen in the next two quarters, the next couple of quarters throughout the year. Uh, you know, this currency thing that we have going on. I still tell people to buy real estate. You can't get away from it. It's a great asset to have. And um, historically, you know, it has always, you know, proven to have a great return on it. You know, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. I was been reading a lot of articles. I'm sure one of the things that you were kind of talking about just now was that China and Brazil mm -hmm. recently struck a deal that did not include uh, the U.S. dollar yeah. as the exchange uh, currency. So that was uh, that's an interesting thing. Yeah, that's a big mistake. You know, we we are supposed to be, I think, due to some thing issues that we're currently having inside of our family. But we are, I believe, one of the lights of the world that God has allowed us to be as a as the United States. And I think to a certain degree, we have gotten away from that. So I believe this is kind of like a, a warning to us. I still do believe that we are one of the beacons of the world. And I do believe that we are as, as a country, as an asset to be partnered with. So hopefully what's happening in the world is just uh, maybe a warning, if that makes sense uh, to everybody in a sense of, you know, but I, I know we're still going to be here, right? If that makes sense. I don't think the dollar is going anywhere. Uh, the relationships that we have, uh, the assets that we own, that's known and unknown. Um, but I think it's something that, you know, is just happening, right? Sim similar to COVID, we couldn't control it. There's nothing we could do about it. Um, but we just have to see, wait and see what happened. You know, I'm a, I'm a businessman. My goal is to do business globally one day. So, uh, and I know we have diversified funds in our country. So we don't just have the dollar. We don't just have gold. We don't just have diamonds. We have real estate, you know, we have uh, stocks and bonds in other countries, you know, and this country is very diversified as, a, as an organization and as a country. So I think that, you know, we just have to sit back and just see what happened. But we're well established as a company and a country, you know, globally. So we'll be OK. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I, I think, you know, something that I, I try to describe or, or go forward with is, you know, I think it's I think it's wise to invest in all cycles of the market. Mm -hmm. You know, like if, if that's in the stock market, you know, I. It's, it's hard to know when the dip is going to happen, you know, when that low point is going to happen. And so, you know, the way that I, I think about it, whether I buy on this side of the dip or this side of the dip, you know, long term, 
Lord willing, you know, you buy the right companies, you do your homework, and it's it's going to go up over time. And I think, you know, real estate is the same way. Um, we've definitely seen some prices being lowered. We've seen the interest rates going up. Yeah. But, you know, with, with the right market, with the right team, I think that it's still, still there's still good buys out there. And that's, that's what I'm, you know, that's the trying to deals that I'm trying to put together and pursue right now. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll tell anybody, just take their time. You know, real estate is one of those uh, businesses or assets that you're not going anywhere. We're still, I think, six million homes shy in the United States. We still have, you know, I would say I'm in my 40s. I'm be 44 coming up. So we still have your age group and the 30 year olds and the 22 year olds. And, you know, that's still a wave of buyers. Right. Uh, that's going to be coming in. Uh, and then some people, I think, because of what's being posted on social media and the benefit of owning a house or doing house hacking. I think a lot of young folks are starting to see the benefit of owning a property or owning an asset. Well, you know what? I'm not going to buy a single family home because I'm not ready for a wife or kids, or I'm not ready for a husband, or I'm not ready for my partner. Uh, I think a lot of folks are saying, you know what? Hell, I'll just buy a, 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 um, I buy a duplex or I buy a four apartment building, which you still can purchase with an FHA loan. And you mm -hmm. still can have that apartment feeling like I don't have the responsibility, but you own an asset, you know, and then a year or two when you do get ready or three years or five years, when you do get ready to make that mature level or that next level in your life, right, of getting married or getting your partner or whatever the case may be, I think you still, you have an asset, you can still also to requalify for the FHA loan, right, and now you have an asset, you have your, your primary home, and then you just go from there. So, you know, real estate, we actually need to catch up, to be honest with you. Um, we need to catch up dramatically in this country, but I think it'd give us the opportunity to start back manufacturing things here in-house, you know, from housing to cars to, you know, items that we buy online and uh, redirecting some of, some of that, you know, money back into uh, the country versus sending it out. Yeah, no, I think think that's completely true. Um, you know, with with all that being said, I, that's one reason I like doing this podcast is getting to hear different strategies on you know what people are doing with real estate, and that's that's the whole point. You know, there's not one right way to do real estate. There's not one right way to do investing. Yep. You know, and I, I just think it's really cool. So I'm I'm actually house hacking right now. See, yeah. And since I, I quit I my job, a few, yeah, exactly. Since I quit my job a few months ago, Which I was so living in the the master bedroom. Yeah. And it's a four bedroom, but it has two living rooms. And so an, an, a way to to lower my my monthly payment, um, since I don't have a steady stream of income at the moment, I ended up renting out the master bedroom and, mm -hmm. and now I'm living in the second living room. So mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm getting real creative over here well, these days. You know, I would say far as for where you are in life, just enjoy it. You know, when I was 21, yeah. I bought my first house and I was trying to be 35 at 21. And I really wish I would have did what you did. I really wish I would have went back, finished graduate school when I was 22, 23, right? And um, prepared myself. I was too busy trying to move too quickly. Mm -hmm. And enjoy having roommates. Enjoy having the life experiences of we're eating tacos a night, you know, or we're having everybody over and, or your, you know, your, your roommate is aggravating you because they have company and they pay rent too. And, you know, mm -hmm. or you, you're in your space. So I would say I'm, I'm proud of you that you did the house hacking because that was the best thing to do for a guy your age. And all you're really doing is setting yourself up, you know, for the next phase of your life. Right. 
So, you know, you're, you're in a really, really good space right now. You may not think so, but you're in a really good space, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So kind of, you know, we, we talked about it a little bit before. So I, in addition, you know, that was 2021, I bought this house. And then last year, I was able to start investing in other people's real estate deals. So I invested passively. Mm -hmm. And I also ended up investing actively. So I help with asset management. And then I raised a little bit of capital. Mm -hmm. And at this point, so when I quit my job a couple months ago, my goal was to kind of just continue to raise capital for other yeah. people's deals. And I've kind of shifted gears to building relationships with brokers and trying to put my own uh, offer together on a, a really large apartment complex. So, and, and make sure you reach out to Terrence Murphy. Remember we talked about him because you guys went I, to the same university. Yeah, make sure yes, you reach sir. out to him. And then also too, if you're ever looking to get into the real, if, if, if somebody ever calls you, and I may call you of lending in, in the Richmond market or the DMV market or whatever, uh, you need somebody to go by, take videos and pictures and stuff and to kind of keep an eye on it, let me know. So if you ever, somebody ever call you from the DMV market, just let me know. Yeah. We can kind of keep an eye on it from you from this standpoint. And I'm always looking looking at different lenders and things like that for small deals, you know, something under 200K. So, but, you know, my entry into real estate, I would, because I don't think we talked about this, was when I was 21 years old, I bought my first house. Uh, I've been in real estate for a minute, I say over 10 years. Um, I say 10 years, sometimes, you know, it just, uh, sometimes I actively flipping five, actively flipping five, but buying, acquiring 10. Um, and it's something that I most likely am proud that I, I, I kind of jumped into. I didn't jump in as a realtor. Uh, I wanted to jump in on the investor side. I regret not becoming a realtor. And it's something that I'm considering changing probably like in the next two months or three months Okay. Uh, for the simple fact of having access to the MLS and then also to leveraging the realtors net, uh, net, um, um, you know, their, 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 their circle, their, their environment. I can't think of the word right now, but due yeah. to just leveraging those relationships as an investor, I overlooked the power of realtors and I so regret it. Uh, and I, what I would do, I would do a deal. I was just passed off to one of my realtor buddies and I say, Hey, just sell the house. I don't want to deal with it. I'm on to the next. <clears throat> the, the thing for me, it wasn't the 3% commission It's more so to the network of realtors and the learning one thing that I believe we have, we have to get away from what we think is now traditional learning, watching short-term videos on Instagram, TikTok, you know, YouTube is not really extensive learning. We need to get back to the foundation and the fundamentals of learning. And that's mm -hmm. being part also too of, uh, you know, groups and things. Another thing that I found out that I'm going to be doing more in this season is joint venture deals, JV deals. Um, before I wasn't looking to do joint venture deals. For now, for now, I'm like, you know what? Why not? Um, I can do joint venture deals. I can kind of, uh, they make money, I make money. Whether I'm the contractor, uh, whether I'm the project manager, or whether you find something locally and we say, okay, well, we got a four apartment building here. You know what? Let's go in on it together. Let's yeah. it, or let's keep it. Let's let's put it in a business name. You know, we'll keep it, and it's something that I own. You know, we own to the side. So I'm understanding the power of uh, joint venture deals. Um, in today's market, right? Versus where we were five years ago, 10 years ago. And uh, that's it, man. And, you know, the the market here is very good. Um, the entry point is also amazing. And, um, you know, you get opportunity to 
you know, do great things and change communities. I, I, I have changed the, the, the comps and the, the ARVs and, and communities just by doing one house here, a house a half a mile down the street, a quarter of a mile down the street, you know, and you change the comps in the area and you end up giving back to communities. So very proud of that. I, I kind of like that, you know, you kind of, you know, that's kind of my way of giving back, you know, investing mm -hmm. in, in real estate to invest in communities and people. Passive investors in real estate are able to receive a check every month. Some people call that mailbox money. We say money really does grow on trees. Visit the website at biggerpictureholdings.com where we have a ton of free resources to help you learn more about planting your very own money tree. You know, I, I know we talked talked a lot about real estate today and obviously that's the main, main purpose of the show, but um, you, you're authoring a book right now that I think would be really cool to discuss a little bit as well. We talked about it before the show, yeah. you know, so I think, I think it's, it's easy, especially as entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. as people that are constantly building that network and meeting new people, like you mentioned earlier, it's so easy to, to just get caught up in saying yes to everything and being pulled in a lot of different directions. Yeah. And I think you're writing a book that kind of talks about that and mm -hmm. has some insight. So I'd love to hear, you know, how you handle, you know, all the, the flood of information and the flood of opportunities that are coming your way. Yeah. Well, it came by making a lot of mistakes, to be honest with you. Um, and I, I learned shortly in the past seven months, seven months, where setting boundaries, saying no, spiritual development, physical development, personal development is very important. And what I got, what I received out of all of that was like, it's okay to say no. It's okay to tell people I can't do it. Uh, this isn't the right time. And, uh, and I learned this through my spiritual compass, uh, through my relationship with God. And a lot of times, just because he's not giving me something in this season, that doesn't mean he's saying no. He's just telling me to wait, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, it's not that I'm necessarily sometimes... 100% telling someone no, it's just like, well, and this isn't the right time. And I think that comes with maturity over the course of you learning and making mistakes and uh, going through life and uh, having success, you know, and things like that. So the book is going to be on how to say no, understanding and maximizing the word no. I uh, should be out hopefully in May. And uh, I'm excited about it. And it's just going to give probably, you know, 100 plus pages of how to basically utilize the skill set of saying no, you as a leader, you as a parent, you as a wife, you as a husband, you know, uh, you as a business owner, um, and you as a brother or sister, because sometimes you have to tell your family, no, that can be the, the hardest part. Mm. I have, I have, I have had, I have had to do that. I had to, one of my uncles wanted to come up here. My mom just booked a plane ticket. And I'm, you know, I'm not a mama's boy, but, you know, I love my mom. We cool, you know, right? <laughs> but I'm not a mama's boy. So she's a little spoiled. So she just booked a ticket for my uncle to come see me. Now, okay. everybody in my family knows I'm busy. And she didn't tell me. She didn't call me or nothing. She just booked a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> so my my uncle called me and said, hey, I'm coming up there to see you. I'm like, it was like, it was like on a Monday. He's coming up Friday. Long story short, I, I what I said, I. At first, I was like, okay, no problem. All right, cool. I talked to my twin sister. And then I call him back like on Wednesday. I'm like, you know, Uncle Kent, which is my one of my favorite uncles. I'm like, ah, this isn't a good time. I'm supposed to be out of town. I, I like working. I'm doing these deals. You know, 
think I was clearing some land at the time too. Mm. And uh, I'm like, it's just not the right time. So I had to tell him no. And it was very hard for me to do. And then my mom called me like three weeks later talking about it. And I was like, yeah, I'm like I kind of had to tell, you know, Uncle Kent that, you know, I, I couldn't host him or him come up here. And everybody was like, oh, okay, no problem. And I was afraid, but everybody was like, oh, no problem. Like, we know you're busy. We know, we know you. Like everybody knows Nick is doing something at all times, right? <laughs> and this is what they see. This isn't what they see. Yeah. I probably, I'm probably doing, people see 20% of what I'm doing. There's a whole yeah. percent I don't show. Right. Of course. There's another 80% I don't show. So what they do see is like, or what I may talk to them about. So I had to tell Michael, oh no, Michael Kent. And then I learned out like there's power in this world. And then I, all the, and the stuff that I've been going through. So it hit, it, it, and I, I kind of write what falls on my heart. I don't just write to write. It has to be, I, I have to be spiritually moved to write, right? So it's not like something I just do just to do, or just to say I have 13 books or eight books or 10 books. It has mm -hmm. to be spiritually led for me to do it. You know, the same way when I was, you know, if I would teach a, a class at the church, the same way I, how I write, it has to be spiritually led. Yeah. So I try to write based around that, uh, my relationship um, and my spiritual compass. Um, and I kind of take it from there. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And and I, I think that's really cool, too. You know, I, I want to always be growing my real estate expertise, but, you know, real estate is is not like the pinnacle of what I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. You know, I would say like the foundation is Jesus, you know, so it's like. Yep. I, I like real, I love real, oh, I, love I, let me I be love honest. It. I love real estate. I, love I, I do. Love real estate. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, you've got the strategy, you got the mathematical analysis, you've got the network and building relationships, you know, it's, it's just awesome. So ministry, like it's, it's, it's what it is. you do. It, it really is. is. If, if you were the, the, the campus pastor at a church, or if you yeah. were, you know, one of the guests at the front door, it's really ministry because you get a chance then you get a chance to network with all types of people and, and um and I I just like it, man. You know, and you know, so you just get a chance to be open and talk to people and have fun and laugh and and you know, the real estate is just the the product of relationships. That's all. Yeah, that's so true. So good. Yep. Well, Nick, uh, I want to end with two two last questions for you. Uh, what's a lesson learned or something that you could just caution investors about? You know, as they get into real estate, whether passively or actively. Or uh, just a, a lesson that you've learned or something you wish you would have done differently? Mm -hmm. uh, well, I would say mentorship is always important. Uh, your circle determines a lot. So make sure you uh, have people. Uh, also to make sure that you enjoy where you are and not try to rush it. Take pictures, uh, record what you're doing, journal. I have, I'm doing a, a manifestation book now. You know, I'm trying to do more, you know, and as a as a man, you know, you you we're not taught to really be inward or to deal with emotions. We're we're taught to kind of push them off. Mm -hmm. So I would tell someone to get connected to themselves. That and then I always ask people to do a EQ, emotional intelligence. Why are you doing what you're doing? Are you doing mm -hmm. it to try to prove to someone? Or are you doing it trying to prove something to yourself? For a long time in real estate, I was doing a lot of stuff to prove stuff to people and to myself. Now I'm at a space that I don't necessarily need to do that, right? Uh, 
you you end up getting accolades, but then when you find out accolades aren't what you think they are, you kind of get disappointed. Mm. So enjoy the process. Make sure it's it's what you enjoy doing, and make sure you're helping people. That's what I would say. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank yeah, thank you for sharing that. And that's something I I can say honestly about like where I've been and where I'm going now. Is I don't even know. Honestly, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what the destination is. Oh, we none of uh, us. But I'm having a lot of fun on the journey. Yeah. You know, and just enjoy it. Yeah. I'm telling, and my and and it's crazy because something ten years ago I don't even remember. I'm 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 getting. I see I'm getting older, but you know, I don't remember someone I was 34. You know, when I was 24. Mm -hmm. So something that you're taking very seriously now. Mental health is real. Uh, you have to take care of yourself mentally, uh, physically. Eating healthy is real. Uh, and, you know, so enjoy the process and what you're going through now. You're not even going to remember it in five years, two years. You won't even mm. think about it. You'd be like, like, what? You'd be like, I don't even remember. Like, what are you talking about? I don't remember. Yeah, for real. Mm -hmm. Well, last thing, I, I want to just shine the spotlight on you and hear about some of your proudest accomplishments so far. My two daughters. That's it. My two babies. Mm. How old are they now? Three years old and six. Okay. Three and six. Yep. I, I never wanted children, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, I end up get I end up having them. The best thing ever. Best thing ever. You you can you can own stuff, you can have property, I own commercial, I own land, you know, things like that. We can talk about, you know, touch points of somebody's career. You know, everybody has those touch points. The biggest thing for me right now is my daughters and enjoying life. Um and enjoying life. That's the biggest that I think that's it, you know, and then also too, I know how to live now. I don't have to spend a lot of money. I don't have to drive the, the biggest car. I don't have to wear, you know, I wear shirts. Like I got this from target. I go get my initials put on it. <laughs> I wear target clothes, but I, I love watches and I love tennis shoes. Yeah. So I'm at a place where I don't have to walk around all the time. You know, I walk around with a backpack and a computer and I can work from anywhere. Uh, and I understand the value of time and I understand the value of little people. That's what I call them children. So I'm, I'm, that's, that's the best thing for me is my kids and them. Well, my, my, of course, my relationship with God, but that's just fundamental. That's just the foundation. So yeah. my, my girls, my babies. That's it. That's awesome, Nick. Well, it's been a pleasure to have you today and hear your story. You, I'm so glad that we know each other. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Look forward to talking to you soon and keep up the good work. I'm very proud of you. Like and subscribe below. A new episode will air every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Are you looking for more content? Visit our website, biggerpictureholdings.com. And remember, money really does grow on trees.